This is the Digital Nomad Quest podcast with Sharon Sung, teaching people how to build passive income, become financially free, and design their best lives. Hey guys, it's Sharon from Digital Nomad Quest, and today we're gonna talk about what is the FIRE movement, and we're gonna cover the basics around the entire movement. So I pretty much learned about this movement maybe in the later half of my nomad journey, or maybe even after the nomad journey. It was just an acronym I wasn't aware of, but essentially I've been moving towards this anyway, where I wanted to become financially free and build passive income streams, right? So what FIRE really means is financially independent, retire early. The movement is a simple model You're essentially trying to save a majority of your income to put into low fee investments like index funds. Now, normally people retire in their 60s as around 62 is when you can start taking benefits allowed by the Social Security Administration. But with FIRE, you're essentially going to retire around your 20s to 40s, which sounds insane and impossible, but it's doable because you can see a lot of bloggers and vloggers actually retiring in those ages because they have figured out how to be financially responsible and to invest their money and to reduce their expenses. It sounds like a dream come true, right? Because if you can retire early, you can do so much with your life. You have so much more time. Whereas if you retire in your 60s to 70s, you're not as youthful as, you know, when you were younger in your 20s or whatever. Your body won't be able to handle as much if you wanted to do more travel, if you wanted to do more extreme sports or things like that, it's not as possible in those later ages. So that's why the fire movement is so appealing. It gives you more time to do the things you love. So there's really two parts to this movement. First of all, you have to be financially independent. So that's the FI part, right? And what that really means is you're saving a decent nest egg and or you're making a lot in passive income to cover your monthly expenses. And then the RE part is retire early. So essentially, rather than retiring in your mid 60s, like most people do, you're retiring in your 20s to 40s so that you have more time to live your life. But that really means a lot of things. You could still be self-employed, but the idea is you can do whatever you want with that time. You could even take a job if you wanted to. It's just really about having the freedom to do what you want in life. You don't have to worry about getting laid off or getting fired from your job or anything like that because you have the financial means to be able to do whatever you want. I think one of the most confusing things about this movement is how do I know how much I need to save in order to retire? And that question is a difficult one to answer and there are a lot of different ways to approach it. In an interview on my blog, I interviewed Anita Dake who retired at 32 and she did this based off of the 4% rule. So I'm gonna read kind of what she said about the 4% rule. So I use the 4% rule which has been written about pretty extensively. Theoretically, my investments will increase 7% per year on average and inflation will be 3% per year on average. That means theoretically I can pull out 4% and the principal will not dwindle. Projected passive income is just that 4% rule. That might sound confusing, so let me break that down. So after Anita saved around $700,000, she decided that nest egg would be enough for her to retire because with the 4% rule, she's basically equating to around $28,000 yearly spending, right? So 4% of that $700,000 is $28,000 and that's what she accounts for as the passive income she will generate from her investments of that 700,000. So basically that 4%, which is $28,000 per year, is what she projects as passive income that she's allowed to spend without using her principal. She put the majority of her savings into Vanguard index funds, which is a pretty safe index fund that pays out dividends. So theoretically, her investment should give her that $28,000 per year that she needs without dipping into her $700,000 principal. 
So if she's only spending that much per year, she's pretty much safe. She doesn't ever even touch that principle of $700,000. Hope that makes sense. Here's a chart that she had put up before of her projected passive income and the amount she had been spending in expenses. As you can see, she was over a bit and some months. This is like a while back, right? But on her blog, she essentially proves that it has been working. Her projected passive income has covered her expenses. So that 4% is kind of an ideal concept, right? You can argue that stocks go up and down and investments can tank but if you look at what mr money mustache says he argues that four percent is actually a pretty safe rule so it really depends on you so when i mention this rule it is not like this hard rule that you know that you're going to be safe so don't take that four percent as totally risk-free okay so make sure you do your due diligence you want to make sure that you are completely safe if you want to retire early that rule is not a hard rule okay so i'm not a financial advisor or anything like that that's a disclaimer make sure to consult with a financial advisor before you make any decisions like that another way to think about calculating a retirement number is your savings rate so in reality it's all about how much you're spending and how much you're taking home right so if you spend zero percent of your income obviously you're going to be okay you can retire now however if you're spending 100 percent of your income you know that you'll never be able to retire so for example here it says you can retire in 10.9 years with a savings rate of 64%. If you are saving 64% of your income, essentially, if you can keep that up, you can basically retire in 10.9 years is what it says. So technically, if I didn't have kids or anything like that, I pretty much could retire now. I know that my passive income covers basically all of my expenses. I've made a video before talking about how I saved 100% of my income, right? But the reason I am not retiring yet is I know I still have a lot to learn. I'm learning a lot from my day job and I want that higher level financial freedom where I don't need to think about these numbers at all. I'm just more of a risk averse person and I get stressed out about things. So I wanna make sure that I'm super covered. My nest egg is high, my passive income numbers are high, but I wanna make them higher to make sure I'm safe. Especially if I'm gonna start a family, I know that it's gonna take more money. So this goes into my personal outlook on everything, right? Personally, I do worry about depending solely on that 4% rule. I agree with and trust these principles. However, I'm just more risk averse. I'm just a worrier by nature. I also realize for me, retirement just doesn't mean I will stop completely working. If I were to just retire and like live on a beach every day and not do anything, I'd probably be bored of my life, to be honest. I need to always be creating. And to me, making this content for you guys, building up my blog, creating courses and things like that, it's been really fulfilling. And being able to work on more things in the future is exciting to me. It doesn't make me feel like I'm working, you know? I'm not like working for someone else. I'm like excited about doing these things. And also I still am working a day job right now because I actually enjoy what I'm learning and actually it feels like I'm building a project together. So with my full-time work, I am working at a startup. I'm the general manager there. And we're kind of creating the social media app and I'm kind of leading the way to where we're trying to go. So it's actually exciting for me and I'm learning a lot. And that's where this whole retirement thing comes in is that it doesn't mean that you have to quit everything you're doing. It just means you have the opportunity to do what you love. So essentially, even if I retired, I would still be working on projects and learning a lot. Another thing is the 4% rule doesn't account for other passive income streams you might have or money collected from social security and inheritances. So for me, building these passive income streams is like another security blanket for me on top of this 4% rule. 
I don't want to just depend on a nest egg. I want to make sure I have multiple income streams going for me so that I always feel safe. So I had mentioned that I could technically probably retire now. My expenses are not that high. However, I can see myself having a family in the future. So if I'm going to account for that, I want to make sure I am saving a lot more and making a lot more in passive income so that I can guarantee a stress-free life for myself, my spouse, and my kid and things like that. So in order to achieve FIRE, it really comes down to two things. You're going to save money and you're going to increase your income. In order to save money, a lot of financial freedom fighters focus on minimalism. They know that like clearing up your space, having less things actually creates for more happiness as Marie Kondo puts it. You know, as I traveled the world, I only needed a backpack and a carry-on for two years. I didn't need much stuff. So knowing that you don't need much in order to be happy, a lot of financial freedom fighters have a lot less and just buy a lot less. And then another part is reducing liabilities and those expenses. So if you have things like magazine subscriptions that you never read, an expensive gym membership, you might wanna cut those down in order to have a lifestyle that you can easily support. And then another thing is you wanna make sure you're continuously tracking your net worth. I personally recommend tracking it through personal capital. I'm gonna link that below. It's an easy way to track your net worth. So these three things will really help you in that save money area. But personally for me, I prefer leveling up my financial freedom numbers rather than depending on lean fire where I have to cut down things. I don't want to reduce my lifestyle in order to be able to retire early. However, I am super minimal and frugal. Like I don't really spend that much regardless. And then lastly, you're going to need to increase your income. I'm all about building multiple income sources and just figure out ways to increase that income so that you're safe. So in conclusion, I think the fire movement's really exciting and I totally believe in it. I think some people are extreme in that lean fire part of it and just really focused on saving money. I'm more about increasing your income as you see in my channel. I talk a lot more about building multiple passive income streams and building that income, but I'm an advocate for both. I truly believe that it's a happier life when you know that you don't need to buy as much stuff, you can reduce your expenses, and you can just be more worry-free when you don't have things you have to worry about. So I hope this makes sense to you guys about what fire really is, and I hope it inspires you to think about you know, retiring early and becoming financially free sooner than later. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps our podcast grow. And thanks again. I'll see you guys in the next one.